This is the Saddled Stallion Podcast, where men are equipped and encouraged to understand their wiring, clarify their mission, and find purpose along the path to its fulfillment. I'm your host, Chad Kanyer, and I'm stoked to have you here. Let's roll. You ever get stuck at a red light? feel like I get stuck at red lights all the time. My wife and I joke around right now because we're in a small town, Roanoke, Virginia. And so in my mind, one of the benefits of being in a small town like this is that lights should not be an issue. Traffic should not be an issue. And so when there's any sort of stoppage or blockage or red light that prolongs, I start venting about it. I say things like, come on, Roanoke, you're not a real city. Like, LOL, this should be green all the time. Or can we just get a bunch of roundabouts in here so that everyone can go about their day? Like, I'm constantly venting about that. And realistically, it's a city, you know, and it is growing. It's in southeastern Virginia, and so there will be more and more people here. And there's actually a a good amount of, of wealth here and affluence and people you know, really going about their business. There's a lot of activity here, but in my mind, because I'm not from a small town like this and I'm used to cities, like we've lived in DC, we've lived in um, Dallas, we live downtown Dallas, right? Those are like real cities in my mind. And so this is just laughable. It's frustrating. But what I've learned about red lights in life, you know, when we're forced to stop and we're forced to wait, And sometimes it seems so excruciating, right, before we can take that next turn, right? We want to just do like a California rolling stop and just take that right turn and keep going as long as we don't hit the oncoming traffic. I've learned that these seasons actually really, they serve a purpose. And it's our responsibility to stop and submit to the red light and ask ourselves what it might be purposed for in our life. And so one of the things that red lights give us is a chance to check our GPS. Where are we going? Where is the ultimate destination? Are we on the right path? Or have we gotten distracted by life and we're maybe joining highways we're entering roads that everybody seems to be entering, joining journeys that everyone seems to be on because it's popular or it's convenient or whatever. And so it's a good chance for us to take a look at our phones. Sadly, yes, this brings us back to our phones, (laughs) but our proverbial GPSs and ask ourselves where we're going. Like, I'm about to turn on to um, a road that takes us to a little bit of a different city. Uh, I'll be taking a job in corporate America for the first time uh, after about 10 years of consulting. And so it's a little bit of a different thing for me. And, you know, it was really cool when I got the, the job offer, and I'm really excited about the transition. But it's also a great reminder that our destinations... They seem a lot cooler when they're destinations. 
You know, they're, they're, they're way cooler in our minds when we're not there yet. And it's okay to get excited about the next thing. It's okay to set goals. Of course, it's okay to achieve goals. Those are healthy, positive, good things. And a lot of the time they provide a spice of life and motivators for us, right? To keep us grinding and keep us working and keep us evaluating ourselves. And so they definitely serve a purpose and they're positive things. But it's a good reminder when we're forced before we actually get to that destination to stop and be reminded that that destination is not the ultimate destination. It's really just the start of another segment of our journey, right? And so we can't get so hung up on that thing. You know, sometimes we have to let go of a good destination. Like sometimes we have to leave there. Sometimes we have to release that good destination, the one that was always great in our minds, the one that we always wanted, in order to get to a better greater destination. And I think that's a constant refinement of our goal set. So for me, you know, it's a good chance to look around. It's a good chance to to take a look at where we're going in life and to remind ourselves that this next segment is not the last segment and that we're going to continue growing on this journey. It takes the pressure off that next destination. Maybe we're willing to sit at the red light a little bit longer if we see the value of sitting at this red light and seeing it as an opportunity to evaluate our ultimate destination. So the second thing these red lights give us is the opportunity to connect with passengers, the people that are riding with us, the people who maybe we've even neglected Um, as we've focused so heartily on getting to the next destination, on going seven over, because we know we won't get pulled over, but we do want to be efficient. It's another thing about Roanoke that frustrates me. It's like, why are we forced to go 25 miles an hour when there's nothing here? Um, Again, maybe I need to work on my heart towards this little town. (laughs) This little town's like, what did I do to you, bro? No, but uh, as a dad, if if you have kids, you can totally relate or your mom, you know, kids in the back seat can be, uh, hilarious and they can be very, very frustrating and annoying when you're driving. Like it's so hard to give them everything they want and to answer all of their questions about, Hey dad, you know, where does wood come from? And like, where do nails come from? And then they'll throw in like, where does cake come from? I'm like such a loaded question. I got to break down the elements of a cake and then remind myself of where they come from. Like, where does sugar come from? I, I don't know. So, you know, I try not to BS the answers. You know, I try to give them genuine data or just say, hey, listen, daddy doesn't know. Like, let's look that up later. And then usually it's forgotten by everyone later. Except Deacon, he like never forgets anything. Holds me accountable. Anyway, um, those distractions from the back seat can be really frustrating. You start to tune them out a little bit. Like you start to give like kind of half answers that just get you through to the next light, right? Like let's just get to school, you know? But um, I think red lights are great. They're so forced and they're so necessary, Um, because they're not yellow, so it's not like, hey, slow down slash speed up for me. Again, I have issues, okay, guys? Like, not here trying to say I'm a finished product. But um, they're real forced chances to take a a stop, to take our hands off the steering wheel. Uh, If it's a long, long light, maybe put it in park for a second, turn around and engage with my kids, look at them, tell them I love them. 
Um, but in life, it's these red lights, these seasons of waiting, and these seasons of stoppage, these seasons of even stalling. There's a reason we're going through that. And it's, again, it's our responsibility to identify that reason. And I guarantee with how busy everyone is and with how goal-oriented we are and how driven we are and how distracted we are with our phones and the media and all this stuff, that uh, we're not taking enough time to embrace the people that are along the journey with us, that are in our proverbial cars with us, that are in our unit, you know, that are connected to our achievements and our failures, right? What happens when you get to that destination and you haven't really connected with the people that are in your car with you, right? They're going to get out if they're not loved, if they're not appreciated, if they don't feel like they're being invited into your world, um, they're going to stay silent when you do want to talk, when it's time to engage, when you feel like you finally have enough time um, to spend with them, to invest in them. I mean, I'm constantly kicking myself about the level of engagement I'm giving my kids. You know, like after a work day, you know, and after a school day, my kids are home and I want to veg on the couch and I want to catch up on my phone. I want to catch up on my text messages. I want to I want to just do what I want to do, right? I want to look at what I want to look at. I want to have a little bit of freedom. But this is also a time in which they want to engage with me while they learn something new, while they work on a puzzle, while they build something with magnets. Those magnets have been such a good investment. Uh, While they want to, you know, they're reading a book, they want to understand it better while they're doing their little homework assignments, which is really just like tracing letters with colors. It's adorable. But they want to do that with dad. They want to do that with me. They want me to see them do it. They want me to see them grow. They want me to be there to say, great job. Like, oh, oh, you actually do it like this. They're so coachable. They're so teachable. And I'm sitting there. I want to check my fantasy football draft preparation thing. Like, what? Like, (laughs) I'm not engaging with them enough. Like, I need a red light. I need to put my phone down and I need to be a father. Because these moments are not always going to be here. And I I know that, but I can still get distracted in the day-to-day. And so this is why we need to be jolted somewhat by these red lights. And so along this, I would ask, are you engaging with the people in your life? Whether they're family, your friends, your coworkers, your colleagues, your boss, your um, people who work under you, people who work with you. We spend a lot of time at work. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, the people who you get coffee from every morning, you know, whoever's in your world, like, are you engaging with them? Or are they just kind of like this unmoving fixture of your life where you're like, I got places to be. You're in the car with me in some capacity. I don't really need to acknowledge you until it's convenient for me. Maybe you need to give yourself a red light. Or maybe life will just give you a red light and you'll be forced to see that they actually do bring value into your life. And they're dying to be a part of your journey, your story. Hey guys, you might already know this, but I am not in the business of providing a random message to a random audience. I am in the business of providing meaningful, impactful messages to those seeking more purpose in life. I need your help to do this. I'm inviting you right now to engage in a dialogue with me and to send me ideas, send me thoughts, send me questions, send me issues that you're struggling with that I can speak about on this podcast. 
Go to my website, chadcanyer.com. It's my name, .com. Go to the contact page, fill out a form. I will get an email and I pledge to get back to you within a week and engage in a dialogue around that topic. I cannot guarantee that I will speak on that on the air because I might be the dumbest guy in the world on that subject, but God knows I will do my very best to engage with you and to provide value, not just to you, but to every single listener, because that is why I'm doing this. Help me make this more purposeful. Another chance that we get from these red lights is to look in the rearview mirror. And this kind of goes back to my first point around checking our GPS, where we're going. It's an interesting chance for us to say, okay, this feels like a red light. I'm kind of stalled here. This is a little frustrating. I want to get going. But before I do, I'm going to look in the rearview mirror, and you're going to be reminded of the fact that there have been red lights in the past. They all turned green at some point. And the question is whether you treated them the way you should have treated them. Did you capitalize on what they laid down for you, right? Did you take advantage of the opportunities they gave you to do these other things, to check your destination, maybe to tweak your trajectory, maybe to take more time with your family? So let's look in the rearview mirror. Hey, how did I handle the prior red lights? And, man, look how far I've come, whether it's an inch or 50 miles, you know? Look how far I've come as a person. Like look, look at the stuff that I was thinking about, spending time on, struggling with, you know, wasting time and energy on a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Like I almost look back now, I'm 33 years old. I look back now on the chapters of my life and I'm proud to say that I feel like I really have grown. I mean, there's things that, I did in my 20s, like during college, that I'm just like, God, like I'm just so different now. That behavior wouldn't satisfy me. That behavior wouldn't give me any sort of life. Like I wouldn't even, it's not that I would stop myself from doing the behavior out of like, hey, I want to be a good person kind of thing, like a, like a putting the brakes on. It's not really like that. It's more of like I just wouldn't have the interest in doing that. It's just it wouldn't interest me. Or like maybe it would for five minutes, but I wouldn't spend days on it, you know. Um, but then you also see things that have stuck with you throughout your entire journey, things that have been immovable components of your life. Like for me, it's writing. Like I was writing in middle school. I remember writing poetry in high school when I got home from football practice. Um writing in college about how lonely I was being so far from home, writing in my new career, young in my career, even though I was such a mess, I was still finding time to spend time with God and to write and to pray and to be like, this sucks or this is great or whatever, just writing, expressing myself through writing. And that's a thing that when I look back in my 33 years of life, well, maybe subtract five, I don't think I was writing it when I was a baby, Um, but that's something that has stuck with me throughout my entire journey. So red lights, and I do a lot of writing at red lights, which leads to a lot of podcasting at red lights, (laughs) but red lights allow me to look back and see the commonalities in my character across my different chapters. And that's encouraging. That is, that helps me 
understand my identity, be reminded of my identity um, at red lights. And so this, just this reflective state, right? Look in the reflection, look in the mirror, look behind you, right? Every season passes, okay? Every season passes. It's a law of nature. Look around, right? It's turning to fall right now. There are rules of nature. Every season will pass. They always do. This red light will pass as well. And so maybe it's a good time uh, to revisit some of those older seasons in your mind. You know, older lights, older situations, even people that you thought would never change. Maybe they've changed, right? Things that you said, oh, that's never going to change, or she's never going to say she's sorry, or she's never going to change. Maybe she has. Maybe she hasn't. I don't know. But you never say never, and it's a great chance to just look back and to, uh, to evaluate prior red lights as well as prior green lights. Guys, this is a short one, but, you know, without red lights in life, we really wouldn't be forced to evaluate. Evaluate where we're going, evaluate who we're going there with and how we're managing those relationships, and evaluate where we've been and what we've learned in the past, the rear view. Some of us, if you're like me, I mean, you would never even slow down unless there's a red light. Like, again, I run yellows left and right. There's a reason I've had my license revoked before, okay? <laughs> now, I have it back. I'm in great standing with the state of Virginia, which I'm very proud about. I've earned that, okay? It's been a lot of patience, a lot of penance. Anyway, but, I mean, I'm not forced to reflect in many ways outside of these red lights in life, and so I'm grateful for them. And when we do these things, right, when we check our GPS, when we reconnect with the people in the car, and when we look in the rear view, it can change our perspective on things a little bit. And not just about where we're going and where we've been and all that kind of stuff, but it can actually change our perspective about the light. Maybe this red light has been sitting there for so long that it's obvious you need to start looking down different roads. Hey, there's a green down there on the right. Hey, there's a green to my left. Maybe it's time to take a turn. Maybe it's time to change things up completely. Maybe you're on the wrong road. Maybe even your vision has blinded you so bad that you've been sitting at a green light for a long time and calling it a red. Maybe it's just time to pull over. Maybe it's just time to take a prolonged, self-inflicted, Red light. Hit up a rest stop. Really reevaluate everything. These red lights give us perspective. We need to embrace that. Let's embrace these red lights. Thanks for listening to the Saddled Stallion Podcast. That's it, guys. Be strong, be humble, walk in purposeful manhood. <laughs> <laughs>